one. everybody welcome to season one episode five that's right so five big cinco episode cinco it's almost the, cinco tomorrow that's next month pretty close anyway episode five of the north american beer drinkers league fantasy football podcast the official podcast of the north american beer drinkers league the nabdl you know, at one point, I told Shane that I, I told him we should have thought of a way to name the league uh, Nambla. Have you seen that? No. South Park episode? No. Uh, so so KJ's been watching South Park. Lately. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, uh, but one of the episodes, you should look it up. So the Nambla is the North American Man-Boy Love Association. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> is it like through the church or something? No, it's all the child molesters that oh. get together and they have like their own official, like, you know, club for abusing little boys. Word. And, uh, but yes, I told Shane that would have been really cool if we could have. Yeah, that would have been like, sick, bro. Came like, up with yeah. some name that fit the NAMBLA acronym. Did y'all try? Like, y'all? No. Oh. It was too late. Remember I told you Shane created the league in like five minutes. Oh, yeah. Okay. After I, after we talked about the idea, it was it was there. Yeah, yeah and once, once you establish it, I mean, like, like that's that's your league now, yeah. you know? I mean, right? I, so. He already made the URL yeah. and everything, so. So anyway, we've got a special guest on the podcast tonight. We've got uh, my daughter and KJ's sister, Lehua, here. Hi, everybody. How we doing? So, good, good. So, uh, yeah, we're doing good. So Lehua, is, Lehua moved out. I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast. Probably not, because she has nothing to do with football. But, yeah. um, but Lehua moved out a couple months ago, but she still comes and, and visits. So she's usually not here when we record the pod. But she was here tonight, and she wanted to sit in for a couple minutes. Yep. Let's yep. go. I have a joke tonight if everyone wants to listen to it. Not, not really. Nobody really wants to listen Come to on. It. I know you guys want to listen to it. Okay. You can tell it anyway. Do you guys know the difference between jelly and jam? No. No. I can't jelly this dick in your mouth. Oh! oh. oh. <laughs> <Really>. <laughs> All right, bro. That's a terrible joke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. That was so good. <laughs> I'm, I'm ashamed of dad for, for laughing. And, um, yeah. It's kind of funny. <laughs> Thank you. It was I all right. I mean, it's just like, was it actually funny or was it just really inappropriate? Was it just really like. I mean, those are usually the funniest jokes, though. <laughs> you're right. I mean, for, for sure, but like. Don't be a hater. You didn't come up with it. You. You came up with that. Yeah. <laughs> Who told you that? Were you googling jokes before you fucking TikTok. came on? No, it was TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. Per use. All right. That's where I found all my yeah. good jokes. Anyway, well, we won't have Lee Hua back on the show, so yeah, uh, she's exceeded her time limit now. Yep. We're gonna do our recap of the uh, snake draft portion of the. The startup draft, which will not be nearly as in depth as the auction recap, just you know, not as interesting inherently. Yeah. It really wasn't. I mean, as we look yeah. through the list of players, there just there wasn't a lot there yeah. to talk about. It was just kind of a basically what you would expect from spots 
15, 15 through, yeah. you know, 30. So yeah. teams drafting. Yeah. yeah. So, not as interesting, but hopefully everybody enjoyed the auction recap. If you have not yet listened to episode four, the auction recap, you should. But, um, so, and then after, that's pretty much all we're going to cover in this episode. And then next week, uh, we're going to start getting into some... NFL draft preview coverage uh, Let's go. in anticipation of the draft coming up on like the 27th or 28th or something like that. Yeah, it's soon. And I, I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe maybe you will also learn from the next episode. Oh, that's right. Well, I usually do learn. As we record it. But I you're going to have to study up a little bit if you're actually going to like be a co-host. Yeah, I have a... Okay. All right. So I'll, I'll, I'll step into my role. Right. Or you can get a or you can get a job like I have where you sit beside another guy and you'll just talk about football all day. Yeah, I don't have that kind of job. Yeah, John, bro, this chair, bro. John's not John's not that easy to talk to. Mm. He he does know a fair amount about football, but yeah. not 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 like us. And he and he's I mean really hard to talk to. Seriously. Right. Yeah. Uh, luckily, you know, Shane and I get to talk about this kind of stuff. But we'll br- we'll bring Shane on the show for that one. He's he'll uh, he'll come on the show as with his alter ego of uh, Mort Kuyper. All right, Mort Kuyper. Mort Kuyper. All right. Uh, All right. Cousin, the retarded cousin of Mel Kuyper. Yeah. And he'll come on the show and provide his analysis. <laughs> he was laughing because I said retarded, and we're not allowed to say that word in the house. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we're all going to get in trouble soon because Lauren's in the other room. So. Oh, here she goes. Oh, no. Yeah. Are we in trouble? Oh, man. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's uh, go ahead and get into this snake draft analysis here. Yeah. Right. You know, again, as we said, not going to be nearly as exciting or in-depth as the auction was, but... You know, we, we, we don't have any specific format. We we thought about kind of going with the same format as we did in the uh, auction, but then we just kind of decided it wouldn't really be new. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it would have taken more time to do that, but I'm looking at it now. Or, I mean, w- once I looked through it, it would have been really hard to come up with answers. Yeah, and it just wouldn't have been your spot. Yeah. So. so anyway, what we kind of basically just did is we, we went through and I, I marked a couple players that I thought were – we're good picks and and we can kind of talk through them a little bit and then we'll do the same thing with kj so yeah so starting with with round one of the snake draft which was you know really round uh what, 6 16? 16 15. 15 or 16 yeah i can't i can't 15 or 16 mm-hmm. whatever round it was uh, i mean the first notable pick that i kind of have written down was was actually a guy who I don't know, maybe, maybe it's not a notable pick, but it's somebody that I like a lot, which is Alexander Madison. Uh, oh, okay. That 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 Shane drafted, that Crazy Horse drafted. You know, he's a Vikings fan. Yeah. And he picked up Madison, who is somebody that uh, he was actually who I was going to pick up in the first round of the Snake Draft if he was still there. Just because I've, you know, I I'm a Madison fan and have been, and he's helped me win in a few of my my leagues when I've had them when Dalvin Cook got hurt. So. Madison's never done me right. Yeah, and I know you've never been as big of a Madison fan. Yeah. As... I don't know. Like, I feel like he's just kind of stuck in Minnesota right now. And yeah, I think if they get rid of Dalvin Cook, though, then 
Madison's going to be the guy. But Madison's also a free agent, I yeah. believe, or or something like that. He, he's it? younger than I always like thought as well. Uh, I, I always thought. I mean, I never thought he was a younger guy. Yeah, he is pretty young. But... Did he go to JMU? No, I don't think so. I don't know where Madison went. Huh. Honestly, thinking but, of somebody. I mean, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see him get a shot. You know, as, yeah, as an RB one somewhere, but I, I don't know. But anyway. I think, you know, if, if he does end up, you know, staying in Minnesota and backing up Cook, he's a great hand. Yeah, he should be have, good there. You know, especially with Cook's injury history. I mean, I, I, I like him on the Commanders. I just... Yeah, I'd take him. Yeah. For sure. Um, n- next guy I had marked was, was Wandale Robinson. I had him marked. Yeah, so, I'm, I mean, I've, I I thought that was a good pick. You know, after I couldn't get Madison, I was like, you know, Wandale. And yeah. he's, you know, he seems to be rated pretty highly. There's not a lot of... NFL data to go on because he got hurt no. so early in the season. But, yeah. you know, I think he was a second-round pick. And, I mean, yeah. so he's got high expectations. I mean, the, the, this is like the snake draft is the time for those players yeah. when you're not spending your spending your auction money on them. Right. Like, and, I mean, just player-wise, he's he's already one of the be- better wide receivers that win the snake draft. But he's also young and has a lot of potential. Yeah. And, yeah, I think yeah. he's supposed to I mean, he's supposed to be their slot guy, I think. So Yeah. Ooh. The Giants we'll are evolving. They're, they're a young team. He he can work with them. Yeah. So uh, you got anybody anybody else? Uh I mean in the I got I got some in the second, third round. Alright. Um who who you got in the second round? Uh I mean I I, I like Darius Slayton. Wow, that's a Steve pick. Okay. Yeah, I, I like Darius Slayton. He's good. Uh I, I like I, I don't I don't think he's amazing or anything but definitely one of the better wide receivers that was picked um in the snake draft i think yeah i mean i do yeah. i do like slayton and he's young yeah and, you know i mean and he is a name and an identity i mean he like he has his spot on the giants you know yep. so all right um the only other second rounder i had was i had alec pierce uh oh, okay. so also a pick of mine. I think you know he did he did pretty good last year in Indy. You know as the season went on, and I think he's kind of locked in as, as wide receiver too. Uh, and the biggest problem right now is just who's going to throw him the ball. Yeah, <laughs> that may hurt his stock a little bit. Who is it right now? As of right now, what's that? Who is it as of right now throwing the ball? Sam Ellinger, maybe. Is Matt Ryan retired? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I, sh- I should know that. Yeah. Sam Ellinger. It, I mean, you think Indiana is definitely targeting a quarterback for oh, sure? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. They're definitely taking a QB. Yeah. It just depends on if it's going to be like if they take Richardson, I don't think he's ready to start right away. No, no, so, no. Uh, I I hope Richardson falls a little bit and goes to a place with a good situation. Yeah. Around him. Yeah. Like, I mean, I wish Richardson can get as lucky as Trey Lance did. Yeah. But but Trey Lance, I mean, he, he got picked top five, but he also went to the freaking Giants. And we all know that the Giants have. And what did the, you say? No, not the Giants. The Forty Nine. Forty Niners. The you know, San Francisco, whatever. Um. But like, I mean, that you literally cannot fall into a better station such situation than San Francisco. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're just, I mean they're literally stacked. Like, <laughs> have they been in the NFC Championship for the last? I feel like every year almost. It's it's I mean it's always during the championship. Yeah. So. I mean, if Brock Purdy and Jimmy G are succeeding, then if if I'm a big athletic quarterback, I want to go to San Francisco. Yeah. Like. All right, who you got in round three? Round three, uh, no offense. You know, I wanted no offense. I know you're a no offense guy. Yeah, I mean, uh, 
not many tight ends get picked in the first round of the NFL draft. Very true. I mean, and yeah, I mean, I think I mean he's yeah. still young enough where he. I mean, he. I feel like he did better in Denver. He's kind of gotten forgotten about in Seattle. Exactly. Uh, yeah, but I I think he'll be fine in Seattle. Yeah. Because whoever their quarterback is, I mean, you always want a tight end to crutch on. And, and Pete Carroll's an offensive guy. And Pete Carroll's had, he, he's had Jimmy Graham in the past. And and he, he knows what he's doing yeah. with, with, with the tight end. And no offense. I mean, you, you don't get drafted in the first round as a tight end if you're not athletic. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's definitely one of the better, you know, build-wise tight ends in the NFL for sure. So. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, the only other third rounder that I had was Elijah Moore. Um, and, oh, yeah. And honestly, it's that. more because of Elijah Moore's new situation in Cleveland than his old situation in New York. So, I mean, I probably wouldn't have drafted him just because I, I don't know, he's kind of, he had a lot of hype and then he kind of just fell off yeah. the radar and. And uh, I don't think New York was a great situation, but Cleveland's a really good situation for yeah. him. And so I did mark him more for his current situation than his. He played, he played with um DK Old Miss, right? That, I think that, so. That yeah. Elijah Moore, yeah. yeah, yeah. He had a lot of hype. I yeah. mean, that, that 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 was cool that both him and DK were coming out of Ole Miss at the same time. Yeah, they, they were crazy good tandem there. All right, uh, fourth round. I'm- I did not mark anybody from the fourth round. I got Hassan Haskins in the fourth round. I mean, oh uh, yeah, Shane drafted him. Uh, not a you know, it's a it's a it's a good pick. Yeah, he's you know he's one of those guys. I guess you you stash. I mean, Derrick Henry can't play forever. Yeah. So you he, know he's he, worth those. He may be slowing down, and he's really young. Hassan Haskins like twenty two or something. Yeah. 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 I mean, I would you would think over the next year or two he's going to start getting. A little playing time to see if he's actually any good or not, and then I mean, if if Rabel's smart to start managing Henry a little better, I mean, that the, the, don't play him so much. Like only, I mean, lo, 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 let him rest during the games, you know, yeah. just just to preserve him a little more because he's definitely getting up there in age, and and you can see it on the field too. I mean, he's he's not what he uh, used to be already, right. and he's. I mean, you're not getting any younger now, so. Yeah. All right. Uh, fifth round, uh, I put down uh, Mark Rondale Moore. Oh, yeah. That's how I marked. Yeah. Just, yeah. you know, I think he's, you know, a good, he's a good slot dude. Uh, it's good. You know, for he's definitely would not be not even rosterable in standard leagues, but in PPR, yeah. you know, I think in the slot, especially with, with Kyler being kind of a scrambling quarterback, yeah. that, you know, could valuable, de- definitely a good. You know, backup guy to throw in when you maybe have injuries and bye weeks and things like that. But otherwise, he's just going to sit deep on a bench. But yeah, I mean, I, I think eventually he can. He, like his his potential, and if if you're drafting him, your hope is that he becomes a PPR guy. I mean, yeah. in, in the future, I mean, as he develops with the offense and he becomes involved a lot more. Uh, I mean, the, the, like that that's the hope when you draft him is the PPR. That's certainly what you're looking at. Right. I mean, okay. Five yard catch, and you know, you get the point, but he could run and right. he can move. Yeah, exactly. I mean, maybe, I mean, I mean, eight catches, 60 yards in a game. I mean, that's 14 yeah. points. Yeah. He is know. so shifty. Oh, my goodness. So, you know, maybe, maybe yeah. he breaks, breaks one of those, you know, maybe he ends up with eight catches. Yeah. You know, eight catches, 100 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, or he, something. He's that's an explosive a huge player. Game. I mean, on, on any given, I mean, if he has his hands on the ball, 
there's potential for him to have three dudes on the ground after, you know, like, yeah. I mean, he is so shifty and he gets so low to the ground. It's, it's, it's so crazy. I mean, I've seen this video of him running basically horizontal. Like he was, oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, just so low to the ground. It's so crazy. Uh, it's just the amount of stress on your, on your legs when you're at such an angle like that. Oh yeah. It's just like, bro, how is, <laughs> how is that sustaining? I know. It's just so crazy. No, but, but that is also another concern. Because, I mean, once your ACL is torn for the first time, it's never going to be the same. True. So, Very true. You can't, you can't move like that forever unless he gets really lucky. Yeah. So. I mean, his height is, is crazy to me. Like, I mean, can you imagine, like, I mean, he's your height, right? So, I mean, can you imagine running full speed down the field and and running into, you know, a six foot three, two hundred and Fifty pound linebacker. Yeah, just, I mean, just basically imagine me on an NFL field. Yeah, I mean, I'm look look how out of place I would look. Yeah, it's <laughs> sit on. It's crazy. Yeah, next to all those dudes, bro. I mean, it's ballsy yeah. to be that size and, uh-huh. and play recklessly like I that. Can't play like that. That's yeah. crazy. Uh, all right, sixth round. I don't got any mind. The only one I marked in the sixth round, I marked down Kenneth Gainwell, uh, just because I think he he does have a, a good hold on the backup job in Philly yeah. now behind. Um, Penny, Rashad Penny, I think. And Which is also good for me because I have Penny, right? You do. I, I have uh, I yeah, have Penny so in his backup and in, really, a, in a run-heavy system. Yeah, you've really got the, the really good, backfield yeah. locked up. And, yeah. But I think Game, I mean, I think Gainwell is another PPR guy. He's going to catch catch some balls out of the backfield. Yeah. and I mean, I, I, he should he should get time as a third down back. Yeah. Like, I mean, next next year as a, I mean, if the roster is fully healthy. But I think he takes over fully if um, if Penny's out. Yeah, and I mean, Penny's got big injury concerns, yeah. as always. Oh, always. So. All the time. So, all right. Um, se- seventh round, I got nothing. I got uh, Naheem Hines. Oh, Naheem Hines. Yeah. I mean, he's just... I feel like Hines, I was kind of surprised, honestly. When he went to Buffalo last year, I thought that was going to be really good for him. But then he mm-hmm. got, like, no PT, except returning kicks, and he obviously made an impact there. Yeah. It would... I mean, I I can't I can't escape nine months. It seems every year in fantasy, he's always got a stretch of four weeks where he's going off, and and he's always I mean he always puts himself on the map somehow during the year, and I mean, maybe not last year, but that's just his history. You know, he's a is he a backup there right now? Or yeah, I mean I, I think he's I mean it's honestly possible that he went somewhere else, but I think yeah. he's still in Buffalo, but. He's probably a backup wherever he is, but yeah. he he's he's an explosive player off the bench. Yeah, so I I, I like to pick. All right, yeah. All right, uh, eighth round. You got anybody you want to talk about from the eighth round? Uh, I mean, McCole Hardman. I like him. Okay, I think he I think he went somewhere else. I, he did. Yeah, I don't know. Did where it he? Is. I don't he's remember. Gone and, and I like it even better now because he just he he never. It's kind of lost in Casey. Very lost in Casey. Good, but yeah, I think Hardman still got potential. Yeah, for sure. Uh, ninth round. Also, I did not have any. I didn't. I didn't have any from the ninth round. Uh, yeah. Tenth round. Jacoby Brissett was the only one I marked out, just because I think he's, you know, now he's in Washington, and I mean, the very possible Sam Howell's. Yeah. 
gets benched. Right, know? very possible. I mean, yeah. if Sam Howell doesn't, I mean, I, I hope, you know, as a Commanders fan, I hope Sam Howell gets the chance to, to be QB1, and if he doesn't perform, then I think yeah. he's probably going to be on a pretty short leash with with it's Ron knowing that his job sure. may be at stake. And, you know, I mean, yeah. Jacoby is a, you know, adequate backup. I was really happy with the signing. I mean, there's no other backup out there I'd have rather gotten. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I would rather... I, I feel like signing Brissett kind of, I mean, I, I can tell that we're full. I mean, we're pretty much fully bought in on Sam Howell, but if we were, if we really wanted to give him the confidence and tell him we are 110% like buying into you right now, uh, then we wouldn't assign Jacoby Brissett. Because to, to me, the, the, that shows that you want to, I mean, everybody knows he's a high-end backup. That, that shows yeah. that you want, I mean, obviously you'd want to, I mean, for, as a Commanders fan, I love it in the fact that we have a high-end backup. I mean, he, he doesn't want a high-end backup, but I don't like it in the fact that, you know, I, I don't know what's going through Sam Howell's head, but I wouldn't like a guy breathing down my neck like that. Yeah. And and no, nobody would, especially when you're in Sam Howell's. I mean, he, he's had he has one game on record, and he, he's which next year. Which is the exact reason you have to have a good backup. Yeah, which is, I don't know. As, as a Commanders fan, I don't know if I like it, but as a realistic fan... Uh, we definitely got to see the possibility that Sam Howell's literally shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, Jacoby I mean, Brissett may save our season. Exactly. So, I mean, he's capable of getting us to a nice yeah. seven and nine record like yeah. we're used to. Yeah, and it, and it is encouraging to know that. Um, I mean, if if you have him on your team, you know that he's on a team that wants to compete, and the Commanders aren't. We're not throwing anytime soon. I mean, we have a solid roster, de- yeah. defense and offense. So. And yeah, I mean, you know, you know, Ron. <laughs> Ron always loves to compete with his mediocre seasons. Yes, yes, he does. Yeah, really mediocre. All right, you got anybody else from the tenth room? Uh, I like Lavishka Chanel, especially in Carolina now. Yeah, he's, he's a, he was a first round pick. He really was, and I. I, I mean, he's not a huge PBR guy, but you just keep waiting for him to finally reach his potential, and it seemed like he was going to in Jacksonville, and then he just didn't again. And well, I, Jacksonville's I got depth now. And wide receiver, and Doug Peterson likes to involve everybody. You know, there, there's. I mean, you remember when the Eagles won the Super Bowl? I mean, who was their star receiver? Nelson Aguilar. Was he? No, there was someone else. It's uh, he played for the Bears for a long time. Alshon Jeffrey. Oh, but yeah. but he he wasn't a star. I mean, he was. Right. But but he he did his job. But I mean, the the Eagles didn't win the Super Bowl because of Alshon Jeffrey. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so. You know, Lavishka just never got his, you know, I'm the guy recognition in Jacksonville. Yeah. Which no, I mean, def- definitely, I think at that point, I mean, in the draft, worth worth taking a shot. Yeah, and Carolina, he'll get those garbage time yards because Jesus, they're going to be getting blown out plenty of times this year. Yes, yes, they will. Yeah. All right. Um, eleventh round, I. Mark down uh, Rashid Shahid uh, for a for a pick with Steve. They said that he, you know, I've read that he, you know, may have some some dynasty potential. He was young and played well this year, and yeah. should should pair up well with Alave for the future down there. And then I marked down Mike White as a you know eleventh eleven point oh three or no yeah eleven point oh three pick because he I mean no. You never know what may happen with this whole Aaron Rodgers thing. And yeah, I, I 
think that they're probably going to start Mike White over Zach Wilson. And if he doesn't start there, then he uh, – or if he's not the backup there, they may trade him somewhere else or he may sign somewhere else, and I think he's a good, well, proven backup. Yeah, I mean, so, to t- teams want him as, as a backup. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and then at that point, you never know what can happen. So. And at that point in the snake draft, there's like hardly any quarterbacks left. Yeah, so if you're going to draft backup quarterbacks, then it's, I think that was a good yeah. one. Uh, I don't have anyone for 11. All right, you got anything um, for 12? Um, I, I don't. All right. The only one I got is Kyle Trask. Yeah. Uh, who's on your team because he does have a shot to start in Tampa. Yeah, I, I do like that. And, well, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I should have highlighted him because. I mean, get, get, getting a potential starting quarterback in the twelfth round is yeah, that, that's good. I mean, he's got Baker to compete yeah. with, but I mean, I still think that if if Trask impresses enough, that you're going to go with him. You're going to go with the young guy versus Baker. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but that's assuming he impresses. And then if he doesn't, he's a backup. Right. Like I mean, he's a and he's a backup quarterback. Yeah, he's never yeah. he's never gotten a shot to yeah. start. So I mean, give the dude a shot. And, yeah, you know, I mean, again, same thing at that point. He's twelfth round pick. If if he doesn't make it then you just drop them you know yeah i mean and if well where you keep him as a backup right like, or, or, or potential like you just stow him away until he gets a starting spot no yeah. uh 13th round you have anything uh i don't uh, uh, i mean i like matt corral a lot uh, i think that yeah i think i mean i feel like corral though is i mean it's gonna get shuffled to the back again in Carolina now with, you know, they're going to draft a new quarterback and Corral's not even going to get a shot. But, yeah, but, he, but he's he's going to get a shot somewhere. I hope he does. I mean, no, he, he will. He will because, I mean, I, I'm a dude that just watches football, but and other NFL GMs, I mean, if it's not this season, then after this season, we'll have the new wave of teams that need quarterbacks. I mean, right now it's Houston, Carolina, then next year. It'll be the two other worst teams in the NFL that need quarterbacks, and I mean, maybe they draft, and then maybe there's those teams like, you know, I mean, Washington before Sam Howell. I mean, that that would have been a, a kind of situation that like, I mean, GMs on teams that don't have an established quarterback are always looking for a potential young guy to come in, and yeah, and and Macarell, I mean. If you're looking for a potential young guy, that's exactly what you have. Like yeah. a dude that has never gotten a shot ever. Yeah. No, I'd love to have Matt Corral yeah. and give him a shot. But yeah. So I hope he gets a shot. For yeah. I sure. mean, I mean, GMs are GMs are keeping their eye out. I know that. It was a third round pick. So yeah. I mean, he, he's he's not getting. He he's not just gonna, you know, fall off the face of the earth. He's 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 definitely on the radar for some teams. Hopefully, hopefully so. Yeah. Um. All right. Thirteenth round. I had. Uh, Bailey Zappi. I don't know who that is. Down here, he's the he's the backup in New Orleans. I mean, not New Orleans, shit, New England. You know, oh, behind okay. behind Mac Jones, who's on your roster. So, you know, and Zappi actually started a few games last year when Jones was hurt and did hey. really well. Okay. So, uh, I actually had him. I drafted him, and I think I dropped him back when back when I was trying to abide by the the twenty eight players on a roster, and I think I picked somebody off the wire and I dropped mm-hmm. him. And you know, I think Steve has picked him up since then. And, yeah. But yeah, so you know, if for some reason they decide they don't want Mac Jones anymore, he could be in line for the starting yeah. job in New England. And then Taylor Heineke at thirteen point ten, you know, he is now the backup in Atlanta. So mm-hmm. I, mean, I think Ritter is also going to be a guy who's on a 
not a super short leash like Sam Howell, but you know, a short-ish leash. And, yeah. And they know Heineke is a proven baller, and they think he's not a great fantasy quarterback, though. So. Well, but but. But a starting quarterback is a starting points. quarterback, you know, in a super flex in league. In a super so. flex league, and and you, you you never know. I mean, you, you you remember how good Heineke was playing stat wise when the NFL had never seen him play before. Yeah. I mean, when you don't have film on a guy, then you don't prepare for him, and he just screws your game plan. I mean, unluckily for Heineke, him and Ritter are, I assume, pretty similar quarterbacks. Right. So, but Heineke's he needs to be on a roster somewhere on a fantasy roster. Yeah. So, and getting him that late is, I'm, I'm surprised he fell that late. I am honest. too. I mean, I almost fell out of the whole draft. Yeah, because so. on a, in any given year, he'll play t- 10 games. I miss Heineke. Yeah. I miss, I, miss, I miss you, Taylor. I miss him as well, man. All right, 14th round, last round of the draft. Yeah, uh, the only guy I got highlighted here is... Uh, you got to say it right, or you've got to trade him to me. Chigozium Okonokwa. Nope, it's a Conquo. Conquo. You're trading him to me for a fourth rounder. That's bullshit, bro. It's, yeah, it's uh, recorded. Like, you agreed to it before you said his name. Bro, like, the, 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 how uncivilized <laughs> is this? Very uncivilized. Uh, another guy, uh, Marvin Jones. You know, he's old, but... You know he's back in Detroit now. Oh yeah, that's good looks. Yeah. I mean, it's the fourteenth round, and uh, really, it doesn't matter at this point what what, what you draft in the fourteenth round. I mean, of course, like you you're not just picking a random guy. But Marvin Jones could give you a solid year right now. Yeah, I mean, he, he could give you one or two more good years. I mean, to- totally opposite from the dynasty. But you know, we, we have twenty eight roster spots. It doesn't hurt if one of them is not twenty years old. <laughs> Right. Yeah, it doesn't hurt if one of your players players is above thirty. Yeah, for sure. So and, and Marvin Jones, yeah, he he still has something to give. So uh, I would agree. Uh, I I also had o- Okonkwo yeah. uh, marked down because I think that I mean for the such a young tight fifth end. to last pick in the draft, he's actually you know as time has went on since the the draft, I've read a lot of you know articles on dynasty tight ends and things like that and i've seen his name mentioned several times so there's yeah. actually a lot of hype around the dude so that's but, good uh, that's very exciting yeah. good late pick for yeah. for your stable of of tight ends i yeah. think one of your dudes is going to break out so yeah um, like ah who do i have who's my other tight end i think you got commit yeah commit that, that, that's that's who it is and, and then you've got another guy who's i think i have the the vikings have, guy no you have the dude oh you, no you have irv smith who is now in cincy mm-hmm. and you also have delulich from denver or Dulich or Dulich something like that I can't keep up with them but I think out of the four dudes like that one of them I mean I I just I drafted four tight ends that are all in situations that they should succeed right I mean dude Irv Smith and Cincy are you kidding me that's That's a fantastic situation Uh, Mr. Irrelevant for the draft was Harrison Bryant uh, of maybe the rounds still fuck I don't know because yeah, I'd, uh, do you know who that is? Harrison Bryant? Yeah. Yeah, he actually had some hype a few years ago. I think he had one or had like a really good year, maybe for Cleveland, really? and then he just kind of fell off the face of the earth. There oh. might have had a good, maybe he was in Atlanta and did decent and then got traded and then signed in Cleveland as a free I've agent. I've never heard and, of him, never. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, so uh, 
What do you think the best pick in the snake draft was? Uh, well, I mean, 14th round. Getting a tight end that has, getting a young tight end that has hype around them in the in the dynasty world, I mean that's the that's the fifth to last pick. Yeah, yeah. I mean the, he he could have been auctioned, and I I mean well well just just not at the time, but like you said, as time has gone by, uh, yes. That that's I think that's definitely aged the best. I I would agree um, with you know based off of the situation at the time of the draft I would also agree to me that was the best best uh, best value uh, pick of the draft yeah. um, I think the what I kind of based on current situations things that have happened in the real NFL since our fantasy draft I think the best picks are Jacoby Brissett um, and the situation he could be in in Washington yeah. Um, that he got picked up in the 10th round, which is really the 24th round. And then also Elijah Moore uh, getting picked up there in the 3rd the round or the 17th round. Yeah, I mean, Elijah Moore, just, he could have been auctioned. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think now he's basically I mean, he's basically the wide receiver 2 in Cleveland. You yeah. Know, 2 or, or, or he'll play the slot or whatever yeah. it ends up. But Yeah, I mean, you know. as long as he's not double covered. Yeah. So, yeah. And, well, and they got Amari Cooper, so uh-huh. he's he should... He should do all right there. But. Yeah, I think so. So I think those kind of the two that I wrote down. I think were ended up being the best picks, but you know, again, not nearly as exciting as the auction because no. all the good players were already gone yeah. for the most part. But but I mean, the, there's there's value for your team in, yeah. the, in the snake draft. Yeah, there's going to be some dudes in here playing, you know, on people's rosters during bye weeks and injuries, and a lot yeah. of defenses were picked in here. Uh, so we'll, I'm interested to see how at the end of the year. I think it'll be cool to do some analysis on who popped out. Yeah, the top the top defenses, oh. and then where they were drafted. Yeah, in our auction mm-hmm. slash snake draft. Yeah, uh, you know because I mean I think there's some there's some really good de- you know you know the the commanders defense went here like you know later on in the draft the Saints defense the the Bengals defense and some other really good defenses kind of went pretty late. Yeah, and so I'm curious to see uh, how how those pan out. Yeah, I mean, because you never know about defense. The, the defenses are such a hit or miss. It's, it's rare that you're going to find a defense that you're you're sure of yeah, at all. Exactly. Um, yeah, you're you're lucky if you find a defense that you know is going to get you get you points every week. Well, they don't come by very often, but we'll have to see which one that is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I, mean, I think that's all we're gonna we're gonna do tonight for. Yeah. Just to you know, finally get a short episode out there for everybody, so yeah. you don't have to listen to us for over an hour. You can <laughs> listen to us for about thirty minutes, and uh, I mean, you could listen to the podcast while you're taking a shit. Really? Yeah, I mean that 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 about equates. The thirty minute shits are standard. I mean, there are for there's people I know that probably spend longer than thirty minutes. I think yeah. there's people like at work that go sleep in the shitter. Does it, does it feel like that sometimes? Yeah, I mean. I mean, not really. There's not a lot. Of, I mean, like if you're a guy like Shane, you just sleep at your desk. Oh, okay. So yeah, but I, I don't know. So, I I've never been a a long shit type of person. Yeah, I mean, not not thirty minutes long. I mean, I'll, I'll spend you know a few minutes in there, but not thirty thirty minutes. Is crazy. Thirty minutes is OD. I mean, I, I think I think five minutes is like uh, above my time limit. Yeah, and that, that that's that's a like I sat there for a minute. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but. You know, wherever you listen to the pod, if it's the bathroom or in your car or wherever, it, you know, as long as you're listening, that's all. We, we really appreciate 
our, sure. our six listeners. And, yeah, I mean, we just, it's a fan base out there. So yeah, we're really um, we're really growing. Maybe next week we'll grow to seven. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, our maybe our special guest that we had on at the beginning of the pod, uh, maybe she'll maybe she'll drive more listeners. Yeah. She, she, she get the whole uh, VCU. Yeah, she can VCU get her, community listening. Get her VCU community and, and friends to listen. And yeah, and then before no time, I mean, well, we'll, we'll be running the world. Right. Blow this thing up. Yeah. All right. Well, you got anything? Anything in closing? Uh, I mean, no, 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 no closing remarks this time. Yeah, I got nothing. But uh, next week we'll we'll get into that NFL draft analysis and yeah. Get ready for the draft. Some some current time. The the, the new age of players. Yeah. Come in. Let's go. Alright. Alright. That's all we got. Wrap it. We'll talk to you next week. Later.